0: Hey guys, it's Erica Sikosho here with Practical Biz Podcast. I am super excited today. Well, I'm excited every day, um, but I'm excited because I actually know this guest outside of the business world. Um, So I know him as Dontre, Dontre's dad, (laughs) (laughs) Lataya's future husband. Um, But uh, yeah, so this is going to be a super casual episode, um, but uh, he posts on Facebook quite frequently. And he is always writing stuff that inspires me. And um, we had talked a few months ago about him starting his own business, um, Rosie and Pop's Ice Cream Shop, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to literally talk about building generational wealth for your family um, and the importance of that to both Dontre and myself. And so we're going to talk about that today. So before we hop into that, can you introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes, my name is Dontre Oduffinati. I'm 25 years old, born and raised in Providence, Rhode Island. I have two children. Uh, Melody Rose, she is six years old, excuse me, five years old. <laughs> um, my son Dontre Jr., he is two years old and he'll be three in February. Um, I am engaged to be married next month uh, to my fiance, Lataya Rossi. And yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do for a living? I am a program director for a group home in Assonant, Mass. I oversee two group homes for adults with developmental disabilities.
0: Okay. And um, you just had a recent graduation?
1: Yes, I just graduated with my associates in business management in June of 2002. Okay,
0: and you didn't stop there, and you're also doing?
1: Right, I'm getting my bachelor's right now in healthcare management, and also uh, adding in my master's in healthcare management as well.
0: Okay, awesome. So, you know, we both talked about minority-owned business, right? And that's like something that's important to you and important to me. So for me, um, being a woman-owned business, at one point, used to be considered a minority. However women are sprouting businesses quicker than, you know, any other population. Um, I think that that is fantastic. Um, I think one of the things that we had talked about prior to that is there is something that happens to you and it's a benefit. I don't see it as as a deterrent, but a benefit. When you grow up either in a single family where you see a struggling parent, mother, father, doesn't matter, a struggling family situation, As a young child, you think about that a lot. Right. And it almost is something that is a driving force for you.
1: Right? Definitely.
0: To do better, be better, uh, to make yourself proud, to make your parents proud, to make sure that you can provide for your own family. Right. So let's talk a little bit about that. What what, what does that feel like to you? What does that look like?
1: So growing up, my mom, single parent of four, never complained, worked hard. Um, She did whatever she needed to, to provide for me and my siblings And I always told myself when I got older, I would do what I can to provide some type of generational wealth to myself, to my children, to their children, to my siblings. Um, Just for the simple fact that, like people always say, you want more, you want your children to have more and give them the option to succeed, whether that's taking over a business, whether that's starting their own business. Um, So just to have the option to build any type of generational wealth is so important. And I feel that it gives others the sense of hope and it might give them an idea. Hey, he has an ice cream truck with his kids on it. Why can't I? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just feel that whatever you want to do in life, if you work hard, you can do whatever it is and definitely have a plan. Um, I feel like, Rhode Island, everyone talks about, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But we just say it, you know what I mean? Everyone's a dreamer, but no one wants to plan. No one wants to put the work in. And I stopped telling myself, I'm going to go back to school. And I just did it. You know, I said, I'm going to do it now. Um, My kids need me to do this now. Yeah. And I just started planning and improvising, talking to my fiance, letting her know, like, this is what we're going to do. And I like to think for tomorrow, Mm -hmm. not for today. Because, again, I have kids that I have to, Mm -hmm. you know, live for. So I'm always, you know, planning and scheming. And she's like, you need to slow down. You're trying (laughs) to do too much. And I'm like, I know, but this is the end game. No matter what it is Mm -hmm. that we have to do to get there, we're going to do it. So that's.
0: So we, we, we all have that person in our life that says slow down. And then there's always that one that's like, no, let's go. Right. So it's somewhere in the middle. Right. Right,
1: in, right. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere middle, right. Somewhere in the
0: middle. Right. It's Somewhere in the middle. So, um, oh, you said so many things there. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I feel like I really can relate to when you said pushing yourself to go back to school. So it doesn't really matter when you bloom, as long as you bloom. Right. So what year did you go back to school?
1: Uh, I started April of 2021. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. April 2021. Okay. I did an accelerated program. Um, It was online.
0: Uh,
1: I knew I couldn't go in person. I tried in person. It's not going to happen with the job, the family. So I just, it was hard, um, very hard. But my fiance, she made it extremely easier on me. She knew what our goal was. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was to get the degree and to get the next degree and start grinding. So like I said, I tell people all the time, you can do it. Put the work in, put the time in. And just do it. Those people who are telling you you can't do it, it's their loss. Because once you do it, they're going to be the ones wishing that they did it.
0: Yeah, just because they can't do it don't mean you can't do it, right? exactly. And anybody can do it. But like you said, it's the work part. Right. It's the work part. And a lot of people give up on themselves really quick. Yep. Um, And I think what is great, what really, as a business coach, what made me very excited to work with you and Lataya and talk about your business was that your primary goal was to service black communities absolutely it was you felt very strongly that you wanted as though as simple as people may sound it's an ice cream truck you wanted to drive into those communities with your family and show the children and and adults everybody that you can too have your own business you can too have future aspirations whether it's school running a business whatever and so you kind of doubled down and you said i'm gonna do both because as people say School isn't really valuable anymore or life experience is more, more value. You have both. So you have both to fall back on a degree if you want to, although you really want to move forward into the world of entrepreneurship. Yes. You made sure you still had something extra to bring to the table. Right. That would bring in revenue, whether it was you still ran your ice cream shop or restaurants. I know you've got a few ideas in the works, Right. Mark, <laughs> right. Uh, which most entrepreneurs do, right? Yeah. Most entrepreneurs do. So so you talk about your plan generational wealth. So as you run this family business with your children and your wife, what do you hope that your children get from working? Well being with you or, or observing? What do you what do you hope Like, what does that look like?
1: Definitely hard work and determination. Um, Growing up, minimal father figures in my life, but I did have a solid group of men that pushed me to know that whatever you want to do, you can do. I want my kids to know that if you work hard, you can have whatever you want. Um, People always say, don't spoil your kids. They're not going to do much or they're going to rely on you i'm going to spoil my kids rotten they're going to (laughs) have whatever they want but they're also going to know that daddy and mommy worked hard for this Mm -hmm. um you can have whatever you want but they're going to know the ins and outs of hard work pays off yeah um, because you want your kids to have it all you want them to know that you can do whatever you want you can have that nice fancy car but they need to know what it takes to get it in. My kids are definitely going to know. Well,
0: and that's and th- I think that's a secret is because I think there are a lot of people who work nine to five and they work extraordinarily hard and they never get the wealth that they want. I think the secret is teaching people how to build their own wealth. Right. Because as an entrepreneur, we all hope that the businesses that we start and open, our children will take over someday. Right. But what if that's not the passion or the thing they want to do? What we do give them is the skill and understanding of what it takes to run a business. Maybe they don't want to run the ice cream shop, and I'm talking from personal experience because my kid does not want to stay in childcare for the rest of her life. (laughs) But she did understand what it takes to run a business, the ins and outs, as you said, having a business plan, seeing that through, the late nights, all of those things that it takes to be um, successful. Um, You know, planning is, is certainly important for sure. Um, some of the people that I talk with, how do, I guess maybe, and I I don't really know the answer because mine just was a progression, but sometimes like there was a woman I met and she said that she had lived in a housing area where she was only allowed to make a certain amount of money. And so she was so torn between how do I like get over that hump, not lose my housing and like move forward with my business, you know? So I think even trying to make sure that those things systematically in our communities don't happen. You know, how do, how, how do we support business owners so that they don't, and it's even hard with small business. The middle guy always kind of has a hard time, but how do, how do we make sure as communities that we can support, you know, minority businesses, whether it's, you know,
1: definitely support the small businesses, some support the, Um, black-owned, the Latino-owned businesses. Let them know that they have your support. And I feel that people don't use social media a lot. We use it to make tweets and to, you know, post stuff. But if you go to a local bodega and you don't see anyone in there, go live and say, hey, come check out this store. It's the little things that help people strive and Mm -hmm. I seen someone post on Facebook the other day. She was at a restaurant and said that it was one person working in there. I think it was in Johnston. And no one had came in for like a week. She posted it. It went viral. And now he's starting to pick up and get that support in that business. Yeah. Definitely, um, we all have to work together. Now, I know everyone says, you know, but I don't want my business to fail because there's so many small businesses. Mm-hmm. But Rhode Island is small, but it's big. Yeah. Um, you're not going to step on anyone's toes. If you have an ice cream truck and you have an ice cream truck, there's so many Collaborate people. together. For right. Sure. Exactly. So I yeah. just think just supporting Put an one event another. together. Right. Ice right. cream social. Pick <laughs> right. your favorite truck.
0: I mean, like. exactly. Something yeah. as simple
1: as that. So just yeah. working together and letting people know that we got your back.
0: Yeah. So I, I care for your child, <laughs> one of your children. Um, I think as an educator, I think it's so important for children to learn at all different ages, as as young as they can, to have a sense of community, to feel like they're part of a community, and then to have some input in that. Right. Like right, right now, we have something as simple as it sounds. We're doing a um, week on hibernation and Arctic animals. And so with part of that, we decided we were going to do a fundraiser to virtually adopt a polar bear. Yes. Right. So that may sound simple to some people, but I want the children to know that what they do does impact others. Right. right? And so that I think is, you know, something that's both of us definitely can get behind. Um, So as an Inspire entrepreneur, what would you say the top, you know, couple things are that have not moved you to, or the challenges that you've had at going from my thoughts or perception of this is what we're going to do to actually making it happen.
1: Procrastination. (laughs) Um, You know, saying I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And...
0: Well, thanks for your honesty.
1: Right. Definitely. Um, (laughs) Like, you know, I always talk about I want to have a restaurant. Um, I love cooking. I sell dinners and stuff on the side. Mm -hmm. Um, People love my cooking. But it's hard. Not even to think about the restaurant part just to sit down and start the business plan, you know, you start the name, you start menu items, but none of that stuff even matters because there's so much legwork. So I just think really, um, zeroing in and saying, I'm going to do it. What do I need to do now? Mm -hmm. Um, so I just tell people, you know, once you get started, don't stop, put the work in. And if you put your mind to it, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. So, have you reached out to... I know I've, we've talked one time, but... Then i never seen you again. <laughs> I may mean, throw you under the bus, but procrastination. Um, there are lots of different small business um, development centers. What? Why haven't you not gone out to any of those?
1: Because I don't think I'm ready yet. Okay. Um, That's a fair answer. The restaurant business is very scary. It's hard. Yeah, and It's hard. It's and, harder now than ever. <laughs> right. And I... Don't want to start something that I don't know if I can finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to finish school. Yeah. I want to give my fiance the chance to go back and finish school. Yeah. Um, and then we can see what's next. If it's still in the plan to do it, then we'll do it. Um I want to make sure when I make that leap that I have everything right yeah. now. I have the business plan. I have the yeah, there are steps support. Absolutely, right. yeah. So I want to, you know, get all of those pieces together and then jump in. I don't want to, you know rent a building and just have a counter space and selling food by myself. I want to have the whole layout. I want to, you know, when we open, we're going to open. We're going to have the whole. Yeah. Well, shebang. that's all the way
0: you can be successful. Right. You know yeah.
1: what I mean? And some people are able to just start small and build it up because they have the time, but I am not ready to take that leap yet.
0: Gotcha. So when you think about generational wealth, because that looks different for everybody. What do you envision?
1: I envision people hearing my kids' names. The name Rosie and Pop, LLC, Uh, restaurants, vending machines, rental cars, parks, recreation, everything. Um, And people may say I'm crazy, but I want people to hear my kids' name like they're hearing Versace, Dolce & Cabana. Any big name you hear, I want you to put that in perspective when you hear my businesses. Yeah. Um, and again, like you said, my kids might not want to take over these businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, they might just want to go do their own thing, but I want to build that empire for them and for their kids and not work the nine to five and make money when I'm sleeping. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you're certainly young enough. You got nothing but time. (laughs) So there was no rush. Right. Um, so I, I want to thank you for your sharing today. Um, I know this is super candid and relaxed, and I wanted it to be. Um, I want people to think about, you know, the impact that they can have on their communities and their children. And it really does start with you. It starts with your, like you said, to have a vision, then to make it a plan, then to put in some work, have some focus, and um, then do, the, you know, implement it. Right,
1: exactly. (laughs) Really simple, implement it.
0: But, I mean, you're right, you know, If your path, if you feel the right path for you is to finish school first, let Leta finish school so that you both have that to fall back on if you need it, Right. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. And there are lots of people who have multiple streams of income. It could be you still have your job. I mean, an ice cream shop is kind of seasonal. Right. Um, We don't live in Florida. It's seasonal here. (laughs) If you lived in Florida, it may not be seasonal. But here in New England, it's, it's somewhat seasonal unless you do brick and mortar or... The food trucks run all year round. You know, right. you can always hop into the, the food truck uh, circuit, which we have an amazing one here <laughs> in Rhode Island. Um, and I think, too, I think you had said earlier, so I want to go back on this. I have a <laughs> lot of really awesome <laughs> Rhode Island entrepreneurs. Um, there are some doers here. There's Absolutely. actually a lot of doers, but there are a lot of dreamers, too. And I think that the more small businesses that we can grow in our state, the more of those dreamers will turn into doers because right. they'll be able to see that vision of that they can do it too. Yep. Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in to Practical Biz Podcast. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for We appreciate me. it. Absolutely. Have a good night. If you like our content, make sure you subscribe, comment below. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Bye. Are you a business owner? Are ready to get your startup? Well, started? have a burning question you'd like us to answer, want to know more about the services we offer, or register for upcoming workshops and events. Looking to book a guest speaker or would like to be a guest on the Practical Biz podcast, visit our website at stellabusinessconcepts.com.